0: Welcome back to Mishnah Brewer Daily Learning. Today we're picking up in Simmon Samach Bez, that's 72, if you're following along inside. That's on page Sani Vov, 96. And when are Samach Bez talking about someone who's not careful about the way in which they pronounce the words of Kreshma or saying it loud enough for them to hear themselves saying it. So we're beginning with Sif Bez, that's two. It's the second to last word on the page. A person is able to read Krishna in any language. If you don't speak English, say it. If you don't speak Hebrew or read Hebrew, say it in English or Russian or Spanish. But just as in Hebrew, we have to be so careful how we pronounce things. So if you're saying things in English, then make sure you say it correctly. You don't make mistakes in the English as well says the Mishtaburah, this is now on the bottom of the page, uh, on page 192. Bechol Lashen, V'dav Kishmei B'Mosem Lashen. Now here's the catch. Whereas when it comes to Krishna, it comes to Lashon HaKodesh, Hebrew, most things, even if you don't understand them, you still can say it in Hebrew so long as you can pronounce the Hebrew. When it comes to other languages, Bechol Lashon, you have to understand the language you're saying it in, meaning to say you can't do what the child does on Seder night and start saying Manashtana in Japanese and Beyozeh. Well, in this case, you can't say get a transliterated Japanese or Spanish or whatever other language if you don't speak it and say it in that language. And this is the same uh, a law that applies to tefillah, birchas hamazon, benching, kiddush, uh, bir- any bir- birchas ha- um peiros Vahalel that you have to if you can say them in any language so long as you understand the language. The but the mitzvah is to say it in Hebrew. And the reason for that is because. Lush and Akodesh, the Hebrew language, is the language that God created the world in. It's the language that God spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu in, and he spoke to all the Nevehim So there's something special and unique about the language that God spoke to the prophets in, that we too should strive to Bench and Davin and do all these uh, other Krishma in that language. However, if you're not going to understand it or you can't connect to it in the other language, then say it in English. But then he adds in, he says, However, uh, we are not totally sure how to translate every single word, and therefore, because of that, maybe you should say it in Hebrew so you can cover all your bases. She on So basically, what he's saying is that because we're not totally sure how to translate everything, he he recommends saying everything in Lashon and Hakodesh. Gimmel, back on top. A person has to hear what he is saying, what meaning to say. I have if you say Shema to yourself, say it loud enough that you personally can hear it. However, if you don't say it loud enough, you do fulfill your obligation so long as you are moving your lips, so long as you're actually pronouncing the words and not just thinking it. We'll see more on thinking in a minute. Fine. So the rabbi thinks even the on a level of the Raiso. of And it's not just Krishna, but the Mishabu reminds us in Siv cutting Hay and Hay down there that really any time we make Brachos, one should be extra careful that what they say they can um they can uh they, what they say they can at least hear it for themselves. But if you just think Krishma, so then so then you don't you don't fulfil your obligation. Dalit. Im holy. Oh, onus yatsa. If you are a person is uh, sick or they have some sort of other onus, where they can only say Krishna in their heart, and then they fulfill their obligation. That seems to contradict what we said previously. Um, and he'll, Mishabura will address it. But you can think Krishna. and says the Mishabura. It says the, the Rama. Excuse me. Even there are times when One, can actually. Say Krishma in their heart, by heart, in their heart, excuse me, like such as when. A person's in a place where one's not allowed to recite Krishma. Let's say they're in a place where it's that's dirty, that there is uh, excrement laying around, so then, then they can think Krishma. Well, let's rephrase what I said, my, my example. They're in a place where it's dirty, but not totally, totally dirty. If it's totally dirty, you, you can't even think it um also, because it's actually dirty so then you can't even think in Divre toro let's ex- explain what's going on here especially since there seems to be a stiro previously we said one if one thinks lo yotza and now we're saying that there are times one is allowed to think hi says dalad because we just said thinking is not saying so this is very interesting. He says, "Look, you're not totally, you don't totally discharge and fulfill your obligation, but at the end of the day, Hashem recognizes. Hashem knows that you were stuck and you, you didn't have a choice. So at least thinking, Hashem will give you the scar, the reward for doing so." But let's say you then get, somehow get out of this situation and you're able to recite Krishna and it hasn't passed this man Krishna so then certainly you should go back and recite it. V'af L'chadchilach says that the mother there are times such as you're in a place that's dirty. Kosovataz says to resolve A person finds themselves in bed at night and they're not able to wash their hands. Ya'ar brach b'liva so a person, let's say they are very they're they're in um they're very thirsty and they're in bed at night and they're not able to get up to wash their hands so they can think the bracha. That's what says. the says. But Mati Yehuda disagrees. He says no, a person's able to get up. They just don't really want to. And don't compare that to someone who's not who's sick or someone who's who's an onus who's not even able. To to recite the Krishna uh, out loud. And moreover, he says in Mat Yehuda that let's see a person is it's really really cold, they don't want to get up so they can, they can take their hands and rub it against something to clean them. They can rub it against the wall, or wood, or what, what, whatnot, and that works, at least, to recite the bracha. So the Mati Huda is not a fan of the Taz's uh, derivation from here, where the Taz says that just as we see from Krishna, you can think Krishna, so if you're in a place that's uh, not clean, so if you're in bed at night and you can't get up and get water, you can think the bracha. The Mati says, no, there's possibilities in order to wash your hands, or at least rub your hands on something so that you can make the bracha. Shlo yehav that has the, the Rama. The one caveat is you can't be in a mamash a place, a real place that's dirty. V'im hamakom, home in tune of Lagarib. It's really dirty. V'lo yahar nusach Kriyishma. O'brahu came and think you can't even think this. rak So it says as follows: You should think in your heart how you really should be saying Kriyishma, but you can't, and it should pain you a little. Hashem, you're a love, a yitin lo, schar machshav a cave onus and Hashem will see that you're pain and you really want to, even though you can't. He'll give you the schar because you're an onus so he says as follows: A person decides they're really thirsty. They're in the bathhouse where one's not allowed to make brachos again because people aren't clothed. That's not an onus. They can wait, and therefore they can't. They, they can't. They, that's not a place where they can think it. Okay says the, okay, it says uh, uh, the, the Shleach when he is davening, he should say K'rishma out loud so everyone hears and they can say along with him so that everyone together says K'rishma as one unified congregation in unison. Therefore, it's important that the Shleach say Shema out loud. I wish you all a wonderful day.